welcome. Welcome to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Chad. Nice. Maybe turn the music down just a little more. Just a little. Maybe the, maybe the kids can't hear us. All those candid mania, candid mania folks out there. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the show. If you're listening live, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Good, Good old Monday. Monday you night. Know? This is a great way to... Uh, it's the start of the NFL season, so... Oh, my gosh, right? Our attendance is going to be way, I don't know. way... Should we put the game on, too? Because yeah. nobody else is fucking listening. I'm Your favorite kidding. player in the world <laughs> is playing tonight. He is. Oh, God bless him. Uh, what, what What was the thing he did this offseason? I don't know. It was something like, Denver, let's go, or something. I don't know. It's It's been a meme amongst a lot of people for a couple months now. Um, I think even his own teammates were having a laugh about it, you know. But it is the football season. A lot of injuries this weekend. A lot. How's your fantasy team doing? Awful. Yeah. I sustained a couple. Sustained injuries? A couple oh. Injuries. I didn't have anybody get hurt. They all just stunk. Oh, they just stunk? Okay. It, I'm, I'm right in the middle. I, I'm right in the middle. The guys that, sh- that shouldn't have played very well played really well. The guys that... Should play about well. I don't know which one I said first, but they're opposites. That's guys, some guys surprised me. Um, God bless Jalen Hurts. That was my keeper. Yeah, flip. I flipped a coin. Do I keep Lamar Jackson? Do I keep Jalen Hurts? Oh, right either now. would have been fine. Either would have been fine, but Jalen Hurts was a lower pick for me. So I said, you know what? Yeah, draft capital. And he only had one touchdown passing. Yes, Broncos Nation. Let's ride. <laughs> the guy is so cheesy. Yeah, he really is. Oh, he can throw okay. a football though. He can spin it. He can spin it. Well, <sighs> you know, we got the beginning of the football. Do you season. know what episode this is? Hundred and eighty-seven. One eighty-seven, baby. Do you think we've done two hundred, including like special episodes? No, nope. not the classics, but like when we were doing those two episodes a week. No, I don't think so. No, I, I think bet we're close though. Yeah, we should. I wonder if. We could do that math on the old Libsyn. I bet we Probably could. Probably could. It would be easy. Yeah. Um, how else you got? How else, how was your you weekend? You know what? How oh, was your God. Weekend? I had so much. This was a very, 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 very busy weekend for me. Okay. How about you? I had a decent weekend. I mean, I got to play some golf. You went golfing? Yeah. Um, hung out with my kid. Did some stuff around the house. Nice. You know? That's about it. Yeah. We uh felt well, like fast. Very oh, fast. Yeah. I took Friday off of work, went to the zoo. We did a family day at the zoo, that was nice. Mm. Um Family and, Day at the zoo is always good. Yeah. Oh. And then we went to Tosa Fest. Oh. Tosa Fest. That's fine. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I haven't been to Tosa Fest yeah. in years. Years. Probably not since I was in high school. Saturday I had a reunion. Oh. What year? Uh, well, it was a combo because of COVID. Yeah. We did our 25th, 26th, and 27th. Okay. So technically this year would have been our 27th year. Do you normally go to your reunion every year? No. Okay. Every five years? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. So they we did our 25th this year, which is technically our 27th. Sure. That makes sense. So we did our 20th and then this What was the turnout? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Where was it? A bar. A bar? A bar in bar. Muskego, New Berlin area. Yeah. Maybe Maddie's? It was nice. It was, was it, it was at Maddie's? <laughs> right on the border? <laughs> it was It was Maddie's. Was it? Yeah. Nice, yeah. Yeah, just outdoor patio. Dylan has the numbers on our... He just looked it up. 194 <laughs> episodes. This is 195. Thanks, Dill. That's pretty cool. That's So we're getting close to 200. No, that's a big number. I remember being really excited about fifty-two, and then not, and then a hundred. Yeah, but two hundred—that seems like wow. That We're gonna have to vet ago. that number. We should. I mean, I guess that's that's probably right. This it's eight, probably eight right. I bet we. I bet we Inclu- including the healthy roster ones. Yeah. Speaking of healthy roster, boom! Oh, what a segue! If you're looking for the best, I'm talking the best. EMR around, go check out Healthy Roster. Go to HealthyRoster.com, reach out. It's a great team over there. Dan has assembled a fine staff of not only, I'm just going to say, computer geniuses. 
and program geniuses, but he's also hired athletic trainers to help other athletic trainers with all of their EMR needs. I saw a really cool thing the other day. You know, I don't know how much you go on LinkedIn, but I, I cruise on there every once in a while, try to find some people. Um, and Dan made a really good post. Something about they're like the number one EMR in like the nation right now amongst, um, I don't know, I'm going to look it up. But it, he, he made a great post, and they, they deserve some kudos because they really are the number one EMR. They really in, are. In my heart's in my heart. And in your, uh, what what's the saying? In your heart and in your playbook or something? What, what's the saying? Oh, playbook. There's something, you know. Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're talking about um, the football movie, the yeah. program. Yeah. In your heart. Indubitably, I'll be number one in your heart. I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Either way, healthyroster.com. Uh, healthy roster. Reach out to them. Also, they love you. You love them. Get yourself some healthy roster in your life. Also, thanks to Smart Tools. Oh, um, Smart Tools, uh, another sponsor of the show. Yep. Uh, 10% off any of their products using the, the code Candid10. Uh, so they are BFR and soft tissue instrument assisted mobilization tools. Uh, we talk about it every week. So thanks to Smart Tools. I really appreciate them. In fact, we're going to have Nick or one of his associates on shortly. It was supposed to happen about six weeks ago, and life happened, but we reached back out, and I think we're going to have him on soon. We're so. getting close. We're getting close. Yeah. Great lastly, things. Lastly, we're going we're gonna to officially debut what? a new sponsor today. Who? Oh, gosh, maybe not. Tell me. There they <gasps> are. Human Kinetics. Hello. Look at that logo. Hello, beautiful. Hello. If you're not on the YouTube, beautiful. you're missing the graphics. But um, officially, now a show sponsor, Human Kinetics. Um, they're actually, we're going to, Kevin and I haven't officially discussed this, but they've given us 12 free codes to distribute to our members of our show. And one of these codes will get you a free four CEU mm. course that Kevin and myself handpicked. We did. Um, we did. So maybe what we'll do is this week uh, on Friday, we'll give away the first it's Friday, free Friday. CEU course to one of our members. What? You have to be a member? You have to be a member what? to get one of these four... Free CEUs. Can't believe that's. So here's the thing. Jerks. Get yourself a membership. Oh. And you will have 11 more opportunities to win. Problem solved. The sooner you get yourself a candid athletic training membership, the soon you're going to just have more opportunities to win a f four CEUs. So what we'll do is maybe on Friday, we'll uh, we'll just email a winner. I'm doing the math here. How many CEUs did you get from NATA conference? Zero. Well, zero? This year? Yeah. I didn't go to any of them. I know, but how many did you end up getting, though? You can still count them, right? No, I think you... You're supposed to go? You, okay, so if somebody went to as many as they possibly could, how many can they get? Uh, that I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I remember it being like 25 20? or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's at least $5,000 out of pocket to go to NATA conference. So what's at the least. math? I don't know. You tell me, math genius. Did you say 5,000? <laughs> yeah, why not? 500? <laughs> I mean. Well, it's at least like a couple grand or a couple hundred bucks to get in. And that's a couple hundred bucks a night probably to stay somewhere. And then the flight's at least three, four hundred bucks if you had to fly. You're easily spending. Even if you're spending, local. You are easily spending 500 to to $1,000, if not $1,500 to go to that conference. Yeah, easily. Right? Because then you're going to get drinks. You're going to hang out. I mean, it's all, all of the above. Yeah. I think bang for buck and buck for bang. Buck we for might bang. Be, we might be the best resource of getting CEUs very soon here. I think so, too. Oh, I can't wait. I just took all the graphics off. We've been off screen for so long. Oh, sorry, guys. That's okay. Hey, 
Human Kinetics. Um, Thank you for joining the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. So I'm going to answer a question that Dylan on the live stream answered. So we're just going to give away a code on Friday. Yeah. So technically, if you're a member right now and you're on the live stream, you already know about it. Mm-hmm. If you're already a member but you're not on this live stream, you don't know about it, you still might win. Mm-hmm. If you're hearing this in its audio form because you're not a member of the show, you already missed one opportunity to win four CEUs. Yep. But hey, you could have don't 11 worry. more. You're going to get another chance. Yeah, you just have to get a membership. Yep. So we're just incentiv- incentivizing. But the earlier we spread this word that if you're a member, you have a chance at getting a f- four CEUs. By just having a membership. Yes, Friday the 16th, we are going to give away four CEUs. Yes. Courtesy of our newest sponsor, Human Kinetics. And then the following Friday, we're going to give away some four four CEUs, I think, right? We can do it it whenever we want. We have 12 to give away in the next six months. So we can do it every other week or whatever. So we have 12 free codes. We can give them away. We could give away all 12 this week if we wanted to. But, yeah. Now, also... If there were 12. If you're listening to this and you want, you can get 20% off Human Kinetics, any of their courses. You can. Just by, you have to know the code. Oh. So we can What's distribute that. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> or you have to be a I member. I bet I can guess it. Yeah. Actually, no. We were going to give it away. Yeah. What, do you remember what it was? Was it Candid? Was it Candid 20? Sure candid. No, it's just Candid. candid. Maybe it's, I don't let's, know. Uh, let's confirm that. I'll confirm it. Why don't it's you work on ro- that? It's Candid Rocks. It's it can I love candid athletic training. It's no. Um, the now we're just guys confusing are the, everyone. The best. So <laughs> all caps. Yeah, you all look, caps. You look. You look that up. The affiliate agreement. Uh, okay. Human kinetics is on board. Smart tools is on board. Obviously, healthy rosters is the board. They're the best. Uh, we have a very interesting show for you tonight. We've got a. Um, a fat that's going to be interesting, I think. We've got a Would You Rather. Our live streamers just gave us our FMK. They don't know it yet. And we have a very candid discussion. That's what you were doing? About feature, yeah. Feature topic. Our feature topic is gonna, could branch off in any which way. And we're going to be talking about how and why we choose where we go and study athletic training. Okay? Love it. You got that code? You're still looking. I saw Candid CEU. Pretty sure that's it. Hold on. Let's get get on to the segments. I'll find it during the song. All right, let's do it. We're gonna I almost s- found it. You almost found it. Candid CEU. Candid CEU gets you, I believe it's 20% off. 20% off. 20% off any human kinetics course. That's what it says right here. So go to human kinetics, take a look. Some of you like to still read. You're, they've got and some online, all, they've got online courses. They have no space. They've by got. The way. They've got some readable courses. They've got some online courses. They got a, a wide variety, so some good stuff. So, we're gonna start tonight with our Are FMK VR. Let's virtual reality God, courses. That would be cool. Maybe we can pioneer that with that. Yeah. One. Okay. Let's go. So I asked the live streamers uh, for a color, and we're gonna FMK <laughs> these three colors. Okay. Gray. Oh. Red and blue. Okay. Pairing it with khaki. Oh. Well, currently. You're wearing some khaki. Kevin's going traditional here. Yeah. yeah. Khaki. And gray. Right. So we're going to FMK, gray with khaki, red with khaki, blue with khaki. <sighs> All right. I'm going to kill the red. Just not a fan of. Is it because it's red? You can get away with it. Because no. the blood. No, no. I'm just not a fan of red. Just not. And I think red and khaki. Something 
Something doesn't sit well with me. Now, I'm going to F the gray with khaki. Really? Because I'm of the school of thought that I don't know if I don't know if you ever were taught you know if you're wearing brown, if you're wearing blue, you need to wear brown. Right? You can't put Blue and brown. Black together. You can't put black, black and blue together, and you can't put brown and black together, and so therefore, you have to wear blue and brown together. I know a few people that are very adamant about this, and I totally don't agree. So and you, I think you, khaki khaki lives on the brown scale, right? I mean, yeah, lives, absolutely, right? It's, yeah, one hundred percent. Really light tan. So, I like throwing in the. Wearing khaki with some gray, but you know what? I got a black belt on. Oh, you go brown. You go black belt with a with brown pants. Oh, all the time. All the time. All the time. I love. I love it. Interesting. So that leaves me marrying khaki and blue, though, because I do like the combination. Well, you I had think to. I that even, was your world. It was my world. It was. Now we switched. A lot to gray and blue. And I'm just, we're talking about my former employer of the local professional baseball team who lives in wheat and navy blue. It's not gold or anything like that. Wheat. Wheat. Wheat and navy blue. Um, They have changed their colors since. And so things have changed since I was there. But all of it was wheat to represent the barley and wheat associated with brewing beer. Yeah. Um, but I love, I mean, even this past weekend, God darn it, I was wearing some khaki-colored shorts and a blue polo. Were you? Swinging some sticks. And golf, I felt golf sticks. I felt fantastic. Good for you. So if I'm going to lay in a bed every single night, Give me, give me the blue, give me the blue and khaki. Give me the blue and khaki. Want to spice it up? Oh, gray and khaki. Just mix it in there. It's just so funny because if you actually looked at my wardrobe, it's like everything's gray. Yep, mine too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely marrying the gray. <laughs> I mean, that's a good looking shirt you got right there. This is a good looking shirt. Gray with khaki, I think. It's I've fine. been wearing this all day, and I'm not gonna lie. The amount of people that looked at my breast, I know people ask me is all the amazing. Time about it at work, they're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Now yeah, I thanks. know. Now I know what it's like to be somebody that just has chesticles, chesticles to look at. <laughs> so yeah, I'll marry gray. It's just easy. Um, the red and blue is tough. Hmm? I think my opinion is based on. What I look better in, like my skin tone, hmm. I don't think I do red very well. You know what? You're unusually not tan right now. Yeah, I'm not as tan as I used to be. That's because yeah. I don't have to. The days. The days you used to have to stand outside all the time. It's not there anymore. <laughs> Abby says dude moves aren't supposed to be cool, are they? Yeah, they are. Totally. <laughs> Not so much. So I think I'll 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 agree with you and I'll kill the red. I'm trying to think of I'm just not a fan of red. Red and black looks good. I guess it kind of depends. Red and khaki. There's something about red and khaki. Well, I think blue is just a much more versatile color. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. light blue, dark blue, all that. Like red just screams like the same thing to me. Like a light red what does it scream? Oh, it's just if like... To, if you had to give it some words, what would it scream? Well, I'm just thinking... <laughs> no, I'm, okay, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of like this, the Los Angeles... Char- like the powder blue Chargers. Yep. That's kind of cool. Or like a lighter blue looks okay. kind of cool. A dark blue... I mean, there's just a little versatility there. So different shades of red don't 50 get shades of blue. <laughs> but I'm trying to think red is red, right? Or, or I mean... Can you think of a light red versus a dark red? Pink to... Pink to maroon? Yeah, no, you like yeah. 
Yeah, red is red. It's like Wisconsin Badger yeah. red. Ketchup, ketchup red, bright red. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Or like Illinois State or Indiana or whatever. Yeah, like it's all the same. Just not a friend. I think I would go. Ohio State, red and gray. Yeah. Mm. That's actually better than red and khaki. Red, red and gray. gray is better than red and khaki. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Good for them. But we're we're pairing it with khaki because that's what we do. As so do you think trainers. if you work for the University of Wisconsin, Notre Dame, well, Notre Dame wouldn't do it, obviously, but you're working for the University of Wisconsin and you come out in a red shirt that has, I love Wisconsin, but you have gray pants on, they'd probably kick you out of the athletic training room. You're out, dude. Yeah. There's nothing worse than wearing different schools' colors oh. or apparel. You do and it happened a lot at my last school, and I'm just like, have some feel. Yeah. I think it's a, that's a hard no-no in athletic training. It should be a rule. It should be a rule. We should put that up. Is it a rule? Is it a rule? Put it up. On social media, Candid underscore ATC. Oh. Wow, you said that so quick. Was that at, at Candid underscore ATC? Yeah, for sure. I think that was at Candid underscore ATC. Huh. Interesting. Social media. Who knew? Oh, does anybody really actually punch in the actual... Like at sign, yeah. I don't know. Does it? I mean, does anybody actually write candid underscore ATC or do they just start writing candid athletic training? Because I'm sure somewhere Twitter is going to find us, right? Yeah, for sure. I, just, I don't know. Like, I never search somebody on Instagram by their actual name or even their their handle. Actually, I'm I said that wrong. I never search somebody by their handle, I always just search by their actual name. Correct. And every once in a while, I can't find somebody. Yeah. And it's because of know, that. But Unless you know that whatever. I'm Impact Player 20. <laughs> oh, Impact Player. Yeah. But if you search Chad the Henneberry, the you probably get, Henneberry. You probably get something way crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so we're, we just disagree on the gray and blue, huh? You're yeah, mar- I'm just you're more. The gray. Yeah, gray is my favorite color, so I'm going to marry it. Just in general. All neat. So. Uh, all right, we're moving on from that. Okay, do whatever wanna, you want to do. Do you want to do our fat or our would you rather? Uh, would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather? Uh, so this came up literally 10 seconds before the show. Kevin, would you rather put somebody in crutches or in a boot? Uh, neither. <laughs> Can't say that. Um, <laughs> would you rather? Goodness gracious. Great balls of boots. Um, it's actually... we got too many cords underneath his desk. I keep tripping. I'm like, I'm probably <laughs> unplugging something. That's all right. Kevin says boot. Kevin Joyce says Kevin boot. Say, yeah. I'm leaning crutches right now. I'm a, I'm a hard crutch. I think I, I Because think I'm what Nate crutch. just said. Exactly. I'm leaning crutches. They have You have to keep the ankle mobile. Yeah. Mobile? Or mobile? Mobile. Mobile Alabama. Um, Is it mobile? Mobile. Mobile? Mobile. Mobile. Bile. Yeah. If you took the M-O off it, you would say bile. How do you... What about the the gas station? M-O-B-I-L. But there's, but there's an E on it. So that's... Yeah, that's my point. That would be mobile. <laughs> Mobility. Mobile. Mobile. <laughs> should be mobile. 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 Mobility. Mobile. You all my mobile. People We're are going mobile listen, now. People are going to listen listen yep. to this podcast. I think, go what a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> I think we've lost everybody. Anyway, um, I'm going crutches. I think if you're in a boot. You're not in a situation where you have to be in a hard, rigid range of motion. Therefore, I'm going to ditch the boot. I'm going to protect it by deloading it, but I can gradually put the right amount of load into it while paying attention to my natural body's instincts of pain and discomfort and say... I can work through this instead of false 
hope with a goddamn boot. God, how many people do you know that just get put in a boot? Too many. Oh, six weeks, and you'll be fine. And then six weeks later, it's like, yeah, I do feel fine. Oh, Kevin Two thought, weeks later, I'm out. Kevin retracted his statement. He thought, like, what was easier, like, from a workload, like, what's easier? Putting somebody in a boot or putting, like, fitting someone for crutches? Um, What's, which guess, would you yeah. rather fit and instruct? Which is a great second question. I, I would rather f- put somebody in a boot than teach them how to relearn relearn how to walk. Like just strap them in there, and it's like, yeah, you got a you got a ski boot on. Figure it out. You know how to walk, but then when you start talking about two up, one down, and one down, two up. I mean, good up with the good, down with the bad. I mean, all these things. People get so confused. Then they just start using the crutches the wrong way, which makes me maybe want to put somebody in a boot because they're not going to use the crutches the right way, and then they're going to create a different compensation pattern. Nope, stick them with the crutches. Uh, so you all that just to go back to the crutches. Well done. That's a good swerve. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you like better, the classic crutches or the ones that like go under the armpit and then people actually like load into like the armpit? Just used to the classic. Yeah. I think the other ones are nicer. They are nicer. I mean, this is like it's 70. It's all about the handle. This is about 70% of my day now. Crutches and boots. I know. It's all I do. It's all about I the did, handle. I did four patients in a row with boots. Mm. I was like, again? Again? So here's a reason not to use a boot. Because yeah. you're going to create a hip problem. Hip? Low back? Yeah. I mean, name it. Because now you're like this. I can't tell you how many people I see... And they're like, I don't know why my, like, hip hurts. And, like, oh, God, it's been, like, three months. My hip really hurts. Well, tell me about, like, what are what are some previous injuries? Well, I did spend six weeks in a boot before that. Yeah. But, like, my ankle feels fine. Yeah. Well, that's why your hip hurts. Here's the thing about crutches that I really like. You're going to find out who can dance. Oh. You're going to find out who can, who, so who's got rhythm. you think you can dance. Yes. Yeah, if you can figure out crutches yeah. within a minute or two, you have some rhythm. Dude, you, that's you know you're great, going to be able to dance. That is such a great point. I can, get, you, on, I can get on crutches at any point. I, I'm like, I'm flying down rhythm. the street. I got such great rhythm. I, I stopped talking about hmm. left and right. Well, I still talk left and right. I just, I, I counted off for him. I said, if you are weight-bearing as tolerated, which is another whole discussion here. <laughs> As soon as you put crutches in, like if you, if you put crutches in a hand, I said, or underneath someone's arms, just walk. Everyone wants to do this like crutch shuffle shuffle. Yeah. One two three. I said you're not doing one two three. One two three. One two. It's not crutch shuffle shuffle. You're just walking left right left right left right. But put the crutches down. When your bad leg goes down. Yeah. So it's a one two, not a one two three. So and that's where the rhythm comes in. That's what I used to. I used to just, like, the crutches are your bad leg, okay? They're your bad leg. When that one goes yeah. forward, the crutches go forward. All right. What are you doing? Stairs get a little tricky, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. I I think weight-bearing. Up with the good, it, down with the bad. Weight-bearing is tolerated and crutches is Probably somewhat of a farce to me. <sighs> a little bit. Yeah. I know there's got to be a, a progression, but. Sometimes. <sighs> Would you rather be weight-bearing as tolerated over a boot? Because it's, it's weight-bearing. It's just trying to limit range of motion. It's trying to reduce No, movement. you have to stay in the crutches because you need the ankle joint to move, yeah. which is the whole point. Yeah. Movement is medicine. I just think. I don't, don't think too hard. Yeah. I, what about what about doing both? What are your thoughts on putting someone in a boot and then giving them crutches? That might sound like the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. It happens way more than <laughs> you think. <laughs> well, okay. I'm sure there's populations that you you just One thing I've learned since I don't have control over not that we have control over athletes, but like when you're seeing an athlete every single day and you're doing that rehab for that person every single day, you have more 
influence on what they're doing every single day. The more I've learned getting away from what our traditional setting was, um, you kind of have to assume some that people are not going to always do what they need to be doing, right? Yeah. And so I can see the tendency of a surgeon saying, listen, not only am I going to try to lock you in place, but allow you the freedom of not being in a cast. Like you can take it off to go take a shower yeah. or whatever, but you're also, you also have to be as non weight bearing as possible. Weight bearing is tolerated. Another way to say that. Um, I see why, I see why that slope begins. I see why that begins. It isn't the right thing to do for the human, but in certain populations, in certain situations, we can't be treating people every single day. Correct. Now, a perfect world would be everybody can get treated by fantastic athletic trainers every single day, and all of those athletic trainers listen to the Canada Athletic Training Podcast, and all of a sudden, me and you... You know, we're just traveling the country talking to other athletic trainers instead of for sure working. That's the goal. <laughs> no, that, so, that is work. Let's figure it. Let's figure it out. <coughs> How, is it work when you're having fun? Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not. You bet your ass it's work if you're having fun. Um, you know what's funny is that my new job. I've I've been introduced to, like, I never had to do, cane, or. Yeah, yeah. Walker fitting. Yeah. And the first time they're like, oh, can you get a walker for someone? I'm like, I have no idea how high this is supposed to be. <laughs> like, I never, I didn't know how to fit them for a cane or a walker the first time. I was like, do you know just how to, guessing. Do you know how to cut tennis balls open? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? There's some, I don't know, the live streamers are off in their own world. They're it's all great. We got, a, we got A1Cs going on. So it's just a fun little conver- side conversation about... A part. Of, I don't think we've really talked about it much. Crutches and boots, and st- I mean, we've talked boots before, but I'm gonna tell you what, crutches and boots. I mean, that's like old school athletic training that I think probably Day bur- one. burns in the heart of a lot of athletic trainers. Yeah, you know, I hate it. I hated the fitting for. I don't know how you do it. What What dimensions do you put the, cr- the crutch tips at? Dimensions? Yeah, like from the feet. Oh, it's, isn't it like three three inches forward and like seven inches out or something? It's really interesting because everyone that I, I talk to has something slightly like different. Like what, what? What feels? I just said a couple inches out. I just said, yeah. can you get your hips through? Yeah, just make sure you can get can your hips through you get your when hips you're through? swinging. How yeah. about that? How's that rhythm? Now, g- give me give me some rhythm, give me some flow. Okay, feel the rhythm, <laughs> feel the flow. Oh, I can't wait for the next time you fit somebody with crutches and you're just nonstop thinking about. Banging. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool runnings. Oh, cool runnings, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus, you're dirty. Dirty, yeah. dirty podcast. You know what? I click the clean button every time I lo- upload the podcast, by the way. That clean? Yeah. It's not that clean. It's not It's not. It's dirty. probably, like, it's not that bad. Every time I go to, like, ah, should it be explicit because maybe I swore one time? <laughs> I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> it's clean, clean enough. And I mean, come on, yeah. We we only have fourteen thousand followers. We don't have a million. Yeah, when no, we get there, YouTube, we'll clean it YouTube's up. YouTube's not paying attention to us. No, not not at all. Uh cool. <laughs> well, Abby, that's Such because a you're movie. a dirty brain person. Yeah, come to the dark side. She definitely, she was the same. Uh, what else you got? What, what do you want? Anything more on this? No, on the crutches rather? and stuff. No, I think we. All right. I then I want to get to our fat. All right, let's do it. Let's give me a good one. Let's hit this button this, here. Fat. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When you said, you know, rest in peace. We should do something Queen related. Yeah. Um, and then you said Lightning McQueen. I said, oh, perfect. Yeah, because we can't, we don't do a real person. We're not. No, right? Of course, I love Cars. Cars is in my Mount Rushmore of Disney movies. We watched. We started doing 
the first one. Well, Bennett's seen the first one already, but we wanted to do it again. I yeah. asked to do it again I because of like this a, show. There's like a new, like, multiple episode kind of like show, oh, I think, with sure. the whole Cars cast. Um, they're always adding something on the old Disney Plus, right? Oh, yeah. But Cars is one of my easily... It's my in, it's in my Mount Rushmore of Disney movies. I love cars. I love animation. I thought it was a great, great, great movie. The rest of them, second, third, they're not as good. But the yeah. first one is fan freaking tastic. Toe Mater. So tell me about Lightning McQueen. Tell me, would he make a good athletic trainer? All right. I mean, he. He's clearly, he is the athlete, right? To start. He is the athlete. That's going to tie into our he future does, topic. He does not, he does not understand what it takes to take care of the athlete at all. No, he's very self-centered. Alfred, number one. He, it's only him. What does he need? Why is everybody against him when it doesn't go his way? This doesn't make sense. Well, do you want to know who that sounds like? Who? The high school athletic trainer. Ooh, interesting. You're out riding solo by yourself, and you have to fend for yourself. Mm. And what are you going to do when things don't go great? It's going to frustrate you. Very. I think we've talked about about it on the podcast numerous times. You kind of have to have a feel of... Sports when you're an athletic trainer. I'm not saying you have to be a good athlete to be a good athletic trainer, but I will say it probably makes it a little easier if you've experienced being the athlete. Yeah, that's totally going to tie into right. our feature topic a little bit. And I, I don't want anybody saying to me, you said you have to be a good athlete to be a good athletic trainer. That is not true, but it does make it easier. If you're not a good athlete, you still can be a fantastic athletic trainer. I think I covered all my bases. Yeah. Um, now, Lightning McQueen has a tough road, but what he develops is a loyalty to the people around him. Yeah, he just needed a minute to slow down. He just he just needed to stop and think for a second. Just don't do. Think. Do you know what that is? That's like your first, like after your first full year as a certified. Oh, yeah. That first year, you're like, oh, my God, what happened? Yeah, like who remembers details from your first full year? You don't remember details. You're just trying to stay afloat. You're just, I mean, you're just trying to stay alive. Christ's sake. Um, He has a way of... Gathering people around him. People are gravitated towards him. They see the good in him. They say, you know what? I want him around. Sure. He's got a quality. He's got a quality. I think it's hard. It's hard to just like make that happen. You got you to gotta just possess it. It's just there, right? And I think eventually he really, really, I mean, he ends up thinking about others before himself. And I think that's a that's a I don't know maybe a number one quality of an athletic trainer putting others before yourself. Yeah, that's yeah that's the whole goal of yeah. being in the service industry. I mean, a lot of people would argue. I would I would say that you know eventually we have to think about ourselves before others, but at the same time, I mean, taking care of a whole team of athletes, taking care of a whole company of industrial workers doesn't matter you're thinking about others before yourself so i think he's strong okay he's stronger than i thought originally where he comes off as okay so so lightning mcqueen was our first queen yeah and obviously we're doing this because the queen passed away and we wanted to tie it in so we tried to think of another fictional queen and we came up with oliver queen Oliver, Ali, that of the arrow himself, the arrow, the green arrow. So, do you, do you 
Hmm. Green Arrow just sounds silly to me. You know, the Arrow. Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah, green why you, Green Arrow? I, don't I think know. that's why they dropped it. Just Arrow. Because <laughs> why does it need to be like categorized by a color of green? Right. And I think it like it made. You couldn't have said the you you say the Arrowverse or you, you know the Team Arrow. You can't say Team Green Arrow. Yeah, that's too much. That's a mouthful. Again, we're talking about the athlete. I think again, he's the alpha. He's the athlete. He's the one that has to do everything on his own. Um, takes a really, really long time to accept a team. Or it only took five seasons. Yeah, only five. <laughs> yeah, only wh- five. which is about the same as Lightning McQueen. Fifty percent of. Sure. Yeah, maybe. No, Half I wouldn't movie? say that it took five seasons. It took all of the seasons. For for it took Oliver, like the last Queen? season. No, he was he actually had Diggle. He did have. He, he had, had Diggle. Diggle and um, I can't remember her name. Her name? Yeah. Oracle? Computer. Yeah. Oracle. Uh, what's, what's her name in the Chris, show? Chris. Chris. No. What's her name? I wanted to say. I'm gonna get there. Chastity, but that's not it. No. It's a uh, no chastity belt on that one. <laughs> um, what is her name? It's we'll been so there. long since we'll I've seen there. it. Um. I think what he he sees. Overwatch. Overwatch, not Oracle. Oracle's from Batman. Batman. Overwatch. Felicity. Felicity. Felicity Smoke. Smoke. Thank you. Um, I, did I get that before her? I hope I got no, that before you Abby. You Damn it. Um, I think he sees the roles of who people are very well, though. So I think he would make a good head athletic trainer of a big team of athletic trainers. Sure. Where are the strengths of who you are? But I can step in and be whatever we need to be. Um, every once in a while, I need to take it on the chin so that you guys don't have to take it on the chin. Yeah, that's a great trait as a as a boss. Yeah. I think Oliver Queen, though, like the actual not bringing in him as the an arrow. arrow, you know, he starts off as the party rich kid yeah. that... Slept doesn't with, slept care with the wrong person. Yeah, doesn't care about anybody else but himself. His alter secretly, ego, yeah. right? Um, but I think what Oliver Queen develops into is somebody that cares so much about everybody else around him, including his city, that to the detriment of himself, right? He puts himself down really dark paths to try and take care of everybody else. I don't know if that makes a better athletic trainer, but that sounds like athletic training. Yeah. Not sure. Take on the burden. Take on the burden. Yeah, that's that's what he, he's all about. I mean, no spoiler alerts, but, you know, he all of a sudden, I mean, he's taking people down because they failed the city. Well, that's what Nate put on social media. He holds people accountable for their actions. Uh, Again, that would make good athletic training. I don't know if it makes an athletic trainer. It's really tough for us to hold people accountable all the time. I'm going to just read some of the comments oh, that we had on the live. Give us some comments. Social media. <clears throat> just watched all three cars this weekend with my son as he stayed home sick. Lightning was a young punk. It still has his moments, but his ability to connect with others and bring up those around him would make him a great AT. Oliver Queen is a poor man's Batman who kills people. (laughs) Uh, Kyle Rutledge said, not familiar with either, but with the word lightning in the name, it has to be good. Mm, Not familiar with either. Janie Cornier said, I'm going to be very pragmatic here and go with Oliver Queen. He has hands. Also, emoji, emoji, emoji. She must be slightly infatuated with. It's a good-looking guy. Nate's, the, la- the ladies like Oliver McQueen. 
Nate said, I've wanted to say this to so many athletes. You have failed the city. <laughs> you have failed the city. Yeah. Then you, you get shot with an arrow. And Abby said, I'll take one of him, please. Uh, so the poll. Yeah. It wasn't even close. 71% of the people said Lightning McQueen. Hmm. 29% said Oliver. I wonder if Queen. that's because more people have seen cars. cars. Uh, I'm guessing. At the same time, I mean, I think he's got he's got very good redeeming qualities. Who? Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm thinking. I'm I mean, going to go with Oliver so here. Lightning. I'm going to be in the minority. Lightning brings out the best in the people around him. Wow. Like he he does everything he can to save this little town so that and by he saves it not by just being himself. He doesn't he doesn't save it by saying I'm rich and famous and so everybody look at me and I'm going to make this place See, where I, everyone wants to be. That's he that's said, we haven't gotten to that part in the movie again the second time around. He goes he goes around and says, mm. "Hey, you're really good at painting cars. Can you paint me to, you know, let's get let's get this going. Hey, you're really good at this. Hey, you're really good at this." He gets people to do what they're best at in order to gain a team advantage. So maybe he's a coach. Maybe he's a really good coach. Yeah. Maybe he's not the athletic trainer. I just see Oliver as a more of the behind the scenes, like all the work's done kind of without, not in front of the public, not in front of everyone. Sure. So all the dirty work is done behind scenes. He's really good at putting on a face. And yeah, and his rehabs would be incredible. 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 Just some functional movement patterns. Lots of functional so movement patterns. I'm going to go with him. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to also go with him. You are okay. So we're both yeah, in the minority. Oliver. I'm going Oliver. All right. Abby said arrow takes no crap, holds other accountable, which is good. Uh, all right. I so think, true though. I think that's good. We're going to hit our feature topic here. Let's do it. Future topic, Kev. We want to have a candid discussion on where'd you go to choosing school? schools. The why, the why, the how, the where, the whatever. I can't wait to tell my story. Go ahead. Oh, you can. You yeah. don't have to wait. You have the microphone. Go. Okay. So I went to a Division One college here, right here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and. My story of athletic training alone, when I was in high school, I was always in sports. I got hurt, just like anybody else did. Utilized my athletic trainer. Said, hey, this seems like kind of like a cool job, but I don't know if it's exactly what I want to do yet. And so I asked, I asked our athletic trainer a couple times in high school, like, where'd you go to school? And he went somewhere in Pennsylvania. And I said, okay, I don't know if I'm going to Pennsylvania for school. I wonder if there's other places I could go for athletic training. Didn't do any research into it. None. Not even a lick. Not even, like, not, I never, ever looked into athletic training before I sat down, after I already got into the school that's right down the street from us right now, and I'm picking my classes with my advisor on day one of freshman orientation. And they said, what do you think you want to do? What would you say you do here? What do you say you do here? Well, the- Bob, not much. <laughs> and I said. So you had already committed to the final Already year. committed. And why, Okay, so why did you commit so to UW Milwaukee? Because it was 10 miles from my house. Location. So, so we put this up on social media. We said, "Why did you choose the school you went to?" And the options, because it gives you, it gives you four. Yeah. On Twitter, it was cost, location, and I put reputation or opportunity. Like maybe you wanted to go to a school because you really wanted to work with Alabama football. Yeah. Or you oh. really wanted to work with. You just. You just I know. I just. I. I'm just. 
That's it was fine. an easy, it was fine. a low hanging fruit. He's okay. He's fine. It was a low hanging fruit. Like the opportunity or They're like, like the reputation. Okay. I want to work Duke basketball. I love yeah, Duke. There you go. I love Duke. <laughs> I love Duke. Uh maybe you want to work at um yeah. Northern Arizona University because they have a really cross good country. cross country. Yep. You know, like totally. there's a reason. Like maybe that's maybe that's your why. So that, okay, mm-hmm. so it's cost, location. Like I opportunity def- slash, like uh, what did I I said opportunity slash reputation, and then I said other. Was there another reason? So I was not I was not a motivated individual to apply to all these schools across the country. Sure, I'm working with high school kids right now that have applied to thirty different schools, and I'm like, what? Holy cow! I applied to three. They were all in state. They were all state schools. One sent my application back to me with my check and said, we already apply- We already accepted too many people. We can't even look at your application. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what school is that? Lacrosse. Oh, okay. The other school I didn't get into. I wasn't a bad student. I just didn't have quite the academic rigor that I needed to get into that school, apparently. And then UWM accepted me. And so I said, well, I guess I'm going to UWM. And a lot of that was I didn't necessarily want to go out of state just yet. I thought maybe I would go to grad school out of state. Cost was definitely a big factor. I could commute to school, so therefore I could save a crap ton of money. But then also that that leads into location, right? So I get to school, and then all of a sudden I join the track team. Because the track coach calls me and says, hey, I didn't know you were going to the school. And I kindly said, you would have if you recruited me. But I'm here. Yes. And he said, why don't you come out? Why don't you run? I want you to run for my team. Okay, cool. Land jump. And so I ran track. Proceeded to tear my hamstring in half. My very first collegiate long jump. And got to meet athletic trainers. Including... Got to probably at some point run across you. I remember John was actually with John Finiac was with he was the student with us at yeah. the time because I remember him digging an elbow into my hamstring and Ooh. being like, "Dude, that's that's a lot. That was a lot." Um, but then Becky was the athletic trainer with us, and I looked at Becky and I said, "Can I be an athlete and an athletic training student?" She said, "You bet your ass you can." I did it. She said, "But it's going to be really hard." I would choose if I were you. And I said, okay, how's this athletic training program? She said, it's the best. And she gave me, she started talking to me about what the athletic training program was about, how the athletic training program was like, you get hands-on right away. Um, the athletic trainers are the, are the teachers. And I said, this sounds really cool. I think I'm just going to go with that. And so I got lucky is the way I picked my school for athletic training. I got absolutely lucky that it was in my hometown. It allowed me to be a division one athlete to hurt myself. (laughs) Then to also experience really good athletic trainers and really good educators of athletic training. And I got to say, I think that's what I want to do. So why I picked UW Milwaukee, not anything to do with athletic training. Not even remotely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read. We had a lot of comments on this. So, um, what was the primary factor in determining where you went to school for athletic training? We had a fair number of votes here. Yeah. Uh, first place, forty six percent said reputation or opportunity. So almost half the people said they wanted to go to the school because of the, for lack of a better term, the prestige. Yeah, the reputation, and I don't know if that's specifically of athletic training, or of the school and the sports program. Okay. Second place was location; it was close. Yeah. Third was cost, and then fourth was other, and there was comments below. So let's read some of these comments here. Lots uh, of comments. Kayla said, "My grad program didn't require the GRE, so yeah, I loved it, and it was Katie accredited." 
Uh, went through a, uh, this is CJ Hess, went through an MSAT program, was accepted at a major D1 first, but cost kept me local. And I went to an NAIA school instead, lived at home for those two years to help save more money. So that's a cost. Andy Renner said, Mom said this is where we can afford to send ah. you the meatloaf. It was close to home, so that's where I went. Don't regret it for an instant. Graduated with zero debt and entered a profession I love, one that gave me an identity. Uh, Lindsay Buffington said, I didn't know better when looking at colleges. I knew ne- next to nothing about AT. I chose a school that I absolutely loved and added benefit as it had an ATEP. Bradley Coffer said, got the opportunity to play my sport and be an athletic training student. So as we, I, you know, there's like 30 of the comments. I won't go through all of them. But yeah. the, the sentiment here is, one, more than half the people, it looks like, for a lack of a better term, they fell into athletic training. They went to the, the school not for athletic training. They went either there because they enjoyed the school and then all of a sudden they discovered athletic training. Mm-hmm. They just or like they were an athlete, they got hurt, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I want to do this." There was a lot, a lot. There's a lot of, of that. I went to a school because it allowed me to be an athlete and an athletic trainer. Yes, a lot. Which is so, really interesting because I think that's a hard. When I was when I was working with new. Athletic trained students, that was one of the hardest things that I had to get to try and get across is if you are here to be an athletic training student, you have got to get the athlete out of you. I don't care how good you were at the sport. I don't care how much you like the sport. I don't care at all. Not at all. That's hard. We want you to be passionate about what you do, but you're not here to prove that you are good at it. You're here to prove that you can learn to be an athletic trainer. Yep. So that's a hard, like... Like trying to be Superman and Clark Kent is really challenging. It is. Wow. What a great analogy. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. Just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> um, well, so the, the dual role, like you, you said, you, you're, Becky told you you had to choose one or the other. She, and she was just being honest. She said I should, yeah. Should. She said, how, how do you expect to travel four months out of the year and when you're traveling as the athlete for four months out of the year, maybe even five, really, um, when are you supposed to be covering a team at that time? Yeah. And when you're practicing, what? so how are you going to cover a team? Now, every program's different. The way our program was scheduled, like it was structured at that time, we were in that athletic training room a lot, covering practices and covering the athletic training room and doing treatments right away and so you know if you could if you could not have the responsibility of coverage you probably could because you're then you're just a student athlete right yeah that's all you are so we were student athletes we just weren't participating on the court yeah i mean so let, let's let's and simple. let's back up for a second here if back we're if far. we're <laughs> back up boogaloo if most people fell, yeah, in I'm just gonna say fell into it. Like you didn't, you didn't know you wanted to be an athletic trainer before you got to college. A lot. Would we say? I mean, would you say that's I did fair? Not, I did not. I did not go to athletic training for, or I did not go to college for athletic training. That's what I think a majority of the people would say if would you pulled them. I would agree. So that begs the question, if you're an athletic training program... Less now, though. Yeah, keep going. If you're an AT program, how do you promote it? How do you get this? How does that change? Like, as a profession, how do we change that so that it becomes a destination major, for lack of a better term? We want people, and it's got to start probably at the grassroots, the high schools, uh, like getting people familiar with it. it I would think... I would think the college athletic training programs being the source of the athletic trainers that are covering high schools might be one step. Say that again. So instead of hospital systems being the source of the, the athletic trainer, the, the college athletic trainer, there are like at least 
at least there being a student at a high school and every single high school um, from that college is one start of like high school athletes and high school kids being exposed to athletic training earlier. Yeah. Not just as the person that, well, if I go talk to you, my coach yells at me. More or less being an athletic trainer that can also influence people that this is, I'm not, I'm not just this thing. Like I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm a working human in the world and I make, I make a salary. I pay bills. This is a job. Yeah. And then I think there is exposing from the colleges. If those athletic trainers are actually getting into high schools and teaching a very, very basic athletic training class. I don't understand why there's not basic first aid, taping, you know, wound care, like, you know, first first response. Oh, definitely, definitely. Not not enough. Not anywhere near enough. We We do like health classes, but, and not only that, but a lot of the things that you're taught in these basic, I would just say injury, like treatment classes, health classes, that's wrong. Stop icing things. Stop just icing and taking anti-inflammatories. There's a lot of other things that we can do that we can teach the idea that athletic training is a very valuable way to educate yourself. It's not a valuable way for your pocketbook at the end of the day, but it's a very valuable in a experience and satisfaction of what you can do in your career. So I'm just going to back up and go through some uh, comments here. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I think it's an interesting topic, though, of, like, what, like, how did you, how did you get to athletic training, but then also how did you get to where you studied athletic training? Yeah. So Dylan said he knew he wanted to be an AT his freshman year of high school. Kevin Joy said he played three seasons of sports and was an AT, graduated in four years. <sighs> Abby said so she had no idea. Grade? She said, Abby said she had no idea the profession even existed. Like, that's the number one thing. Yeah. Now, she's also a little bit older. She, She's a different and, era. You know, so she also says they now have a sports medicine class in the middle school for the eighth graders, which is great. Which is great. Because kids are getting hurt earlier and earlier and earlier because there's all-year-round sports now. Kayla so says I think, TikToks are the way to go to get people interested. <laughs> well, Kayla... Me and you strongly disagree, but <laughs> I, I I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I appreciate you, but goddamn, so I don't, I don't know if I can live in that world. There's so much to cover with this whole selection. Um, the other thing I put out there is, do you after you finished your athletic training education, yeah. do you work in the same state that you got your degree? That was in? an interesting and it was question. like fifty fifty. Yeah, that's an interesting like, question. Do you choose your school because you think you might get a job out of it? Like I in think that me, area? I think me and you are like very much not the norm. Think of all the athletic trainers we know. It was fifty fifty. I know, but still. Think of all the athletic trainers we know that went to other states to like actually practice. That's true. I never even considered it. Like for me, lo- I, location was what I was all about. I wanted to stay here. Yeah. Sure. It's it's fascinating how many people said even I went to this school or I live in this state because of regulations. Not even just a job opportunity or a um I liked that area more than the area I grew up in. It was like they looked into well, I didn't need as I don't know, we'll just even say like the licensure requirements 
were way different. Yeah. And then they based that on where they got a job and where they live. I find that fascinating. Fascinating. There should be studies. <laughs> I've had. I we we did our own study. We put it to pull up on. Twitter, I've only had it? two license licensures. Really? Like two different states. Yeah. Mississippi and. Oh yeah, you had this. I was gonna say, what was the other one? Yeah. Yeah. That one was easy. Submit stuff. See you. Everything's fine. But. Um, yeah, it's an interesting. I think there's so topic. much. There's so much more. Like I'd like to actually have, like Rhonda on or somebody, and talk about yeah. like somebody in education. I just I personally feel like sometimes there's a strong disconnect between the educators and the clinicians, mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things that really needs to be strengthened for this profession to really flourish. Couldn't agree with you more. And it's like, how do we work together better? Could not agree with you more. Oh, so there's just like four more shows unpacked somewhere in there. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I think it was a. Abby, you lived in Hawaii? What? Wow. We're all you. jealous. Um, listen, it's a great topic. I think we can talk about it some more. And we could definitely branch off into way different I mean like all the other aspects of where you live and why you live there and why you went to this school I mean why you even chose athletic training to begin with but leave your comments and concerns and your topic ideas not only via email candidathletictraining.com I'm sorry candidathletictraining at gmail.com or go to the website, CanadaAthleticTraining.com. You can also leave your comments and concerns and your topic ideas there. But then also on all the social media platforms, at Canada underscore ATC. Thank you to all of our sponsors, Healthy Roster, Smart Tools, and Human Kinetics. I'm, we're growing. You guys, we're growing. We're going to have more CEU opportunities. We have great partners all across the board. Get yourself a membership. We are going to be giving away opportunities of these CEUs to our members this week. Well, you already missed it if you're listening to this in the audio forum. Sorry. You missed one of your 12 chances. Spread the word. If you get a membership, you might get some CEUs. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.